her left arm, and an unpleasant smell filled her nostrils. That could not be her breath. Heavy panting invaded the silence of the car, and Beth opened one eye to find the source. Big brown eyes surrounded by rust-colored fur stared back. One ear flopped forward while a black tongue lolled to the side. The animal tilted his head and lifted a large paw, propping it on her thigh. She might have flinched had she not been frozen in fear. What'd you find, Dozer? Asked a voice from somewhere behind the intruder. Looking past the mutt, she saw a man draw up behind him. Bright blue eyes and a stubble-covered chin were all she registered before shifting her focus back to her hands. Defending herself against a madman on a barge was probably going to be difficult without the use of her hands. Hi there he said, giving the dog a pat on the head. Then he mumbled, good boy, presumably to the dog. The stranger's voice, low and sensual, vibrated down her spine. Her hands relaxed enough to allow blood flow back into her knuckles. The book hadn't suggested finding a sexy guy to talk her down. She should have looked harder until she found one written by a woman. Hi, she said, her brain now as uncooperative as her hands. She ventured another glance in the dog owner's direction, and her entire body sighed. The man was, as her granny would say, built for sin. Full lips, strong jaw, and one deep dimple finished off a face gifted with the bluest eyes she'd ever seen. Wide shoulders filled out a navy blue t-shirt that tapered down to a narrow waist and low-slung jeans. She couldn't see his feet behind the dog, but would bet her best business suit he sported work boots. Talk about answered prayers. This was a flotation device she wouldn't mind going down with. A sound that could only be called a meep escaped her lips. Engaged women were not supposed to have lustful thoughts about men who were not their fiancé. Being engaged for a mere two weeks was no excuse. Are you okay? he asked clearly recognizing insanity when he saw it. I'm fine, she yelled, panic raising her voice several decibels. Though she wasn't sure if the panic was still over imminent death or her heightened hormone levels. No problem here. Move along, please. The dog set his other paw on her leg and nearly climbed onto her lap, his head popping up between her arms. What's he doing? she asked. The man chuckled and Beth shivered, saying hello. A dark tongue dangled dangerously close to her nose. Do you feed him black licorice or something? The dog's entire tongue was black. That's the chow in him. Also, what gives him that big head? You should hear him bark. Right on cue, the dog did just that, making her ears ring. If she hadn't been staring into the face of a dog... Beth would swear a grizzly had climbed into her car. You need a breath mint, bad. You've scared her enough, Doze. Get off the pretty lady. As the dog backed out of the car, Beth tried to ignore the compliment, but felt a blush heat her cheeks. This crossing takes a while, he said. You could come out and walk around. Most people do. People are walking around? Fear momentarily trumped by amazement, Beth turned toward the stranger as far as the seatbelt and her grip on the wheel would allow. 
How can people be taking a leisurely stroll as if we aren't all about to perish in the sea? Just trusting, I guess. The man smiled as he took a step back. Her libido tried to take a step forward. Seatbelts really were life-saving devices. Not a fan of the ferry ride, huh? Beth shook her head, embracing her right to remain silent. If it makes you feel better, I've ridden this ferry a thousand times with no problem. I'm sure you have. I feel better now, she lied. The man needed to go away. She needed him to go away. Right, we'll leave you alone then. He turned to leave, and Beth felt as if a lifeline were slipping away. Wait! Bright blue eyes turned back. I'm still here. Bending down, he leaned an arm along the top of the car. You're really not okay, are you? Beth sucked in a breath.